Lancha. Wow. Episode number nine. A little bit of a hiatus. Welcome back, everyone. Um, as I speak to myself. Um, yes, it's been, gosh, I don't know. I'm talking to myself right now because my uh, former, well, he's still my co-host, I guess, not huh, Craig? Um, McCarpy. McCarpy, the man that has been behind the scenes, that has been banished from uh, using any kind of uh, vocabulary or speaking, is actually joining me. Greg, welcome. Yeah, it's nice uh, to be here. It's kind of a surprise that I'm here, but I'm 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 here. Yeah, episode nine, right? Hagen has been. Uh, what's his contract? What's he been piping off for the last couple months? You're talking about David Douglas. David Douglas. I think he's like. Yeah, that's that's actually his name, right? David David Douglas. Which when I think of David Douglas, I can just picture. I think I can picture him on a uh, Canadian mounted. He's on one of the horses. Uh, because David Douglas sounds like Lieutenant David Douglas. Do they have lieutenants in Canada? I, I don't know if they have any kind of uh, chain of command there. It's pretty, well, we've said it before, it's a pretty soft nation. Uh, if anything, he'd be a private. <laughs> He's definitely a private. Private something. Gunny. Yeah. So I, I do want to pay a little homage to Dave. He is, uh, it, this kind of guy is, he's missing out tonight. We're back in business after several weeks off. Uh, we've gotten a little busy. We've had a lot of uh, outcry uh, from our from our fan base, all four of them, um, where we've been. Um, Dave, in the man that he is, it is his anniversary. So happy anniversary, Colleen. Um, as we say for most of our spouses, uh, <laughs> you're putting up with David Douglas for many years. I don't know how many years. Is it 25? I can't remember. I, he He's not here. Oh, but, it can be. He hasn't even been in America for 20 years. Oh, that's true. He hasn't. And we were just wondering, we were looking out the back window of Studio 9 here, uh, assuming that it is, uh, what, 740, that Dave is probably in his anniversary, but he's probably on the, f I don't know, ninth hole for, I don't, I don't know any golf, as you all know. Greg would know that. Um, but we're kind of making a slow transition. Um, Dave has one more episode. Um, you know, I'm getting kind of emotional, Greg. I don't know if it's the three whiskeys or thinking about not having dave by my side i mean he was an original he's an og slancha he's he's got about one percent irish in him he claims more no way um but we're gonna i'm welcoming um greg is going to be joining me now on our podcast um excited to have him uh brings a little different look well way different look than hagan but uh yeah yeah sorry greg i'm getting a little emotional well, it's all right. You know, yeah. David Douglas means a lot to us. He's he's my partner in golf, so I can't That's I right. can't go too far. That's right. You guys are league. What was it? League champs last year. League champs. Yeah, we even had the uh, the pr <laughs> the proof. We saw it. You guys showed it to me. Defending. Yeah. But you know, the thing about Dave is he he loves to to dish it out. But for some reason on this podcast, he just I don't think he was himself. You know, I know. I I think he I, he was holding back. He was holding back. I don't know if it was just. I know I intimidate him a little bit on the hockey floor. You know, he's pretty dirty with me, as you've heard in some of these podcasts. I don't know. I don't know why he held back. I don't know, but but Fred had him going last time. Yeah, Fred had him laughing so hard. We we do have to rehash um, that last episode because that was a classic. Um, and I thought Dave at some point during his laughter stopped breathing a few times. We were ready. We had the the uh, what do you call that thing? The, the defibs. Yeah, the, the AEDs. Yeah, exactly. We had the AED because. Dave was laughing hard. We got a lot of good reviews for uh, for Dave's laughter, so at, at least he was funny there. He uh, <laughs> his laughter was contagious. Hello, yeah. Fred. I'm Fred. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm in the OBC. <laughs> I want to. Uh, you're walking down. You never know when you're walking down the street and you run into some crip and you gotta. I mean, you kick him. What was it? Kick him in the right testicle. That yep. was his swift kick. That's his swift kick <laughs> to the right testicle. Um, that podcast <laughs> was, by the way. Uh, the number one rated one we've had, uh, most listens we've had. So that was awesome. And then we went on a hiatus. Um, in case you're wondering, or if you're not, um, yeah, it's that time of the year. Um, no excuses. We're no excuses type guys. Hagen's the same way. I will give credit. He was on me several times. Um, people have started to, to uh, create kinds of drama. Uh, paparazzi trying to take pictures of that Hagen and I aren't talking. Um, trying to st start... Uh, well, let's just get it out there. We, there's one guy trying to start stir up some shit. We'll just call him. We'll call him Kevin, uh, for lack of a better description or his actual real name. 
Kevin Murphy. You know, uh, he claims to be like on some sort of watch list by, you know, I don't know what it is, the, the American Embassy or something. He, we, we'd go on, on, on road trips. <laughs> we'll call it, we'll call it road trip. And he would be like, hey, I don't know, guys. I don't know if I can make it through security. Oh, or like, gosh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hey, sure enough, Phil. We go through security. He he gets he gets thrown in the back room, because apparently there there was uh, um, an Irish gangster, <laughs> part of the IRA, yeah, named Kevin Murphy, yeah. Which, so, again, Murphy. There's about I yeah. don't know thirteen thousand of them that are in Dublin alone. Um, yeah, a thousand Kevin Murphys. Yeah, and you you know him, Greg. You know how much he <laughs> Murphy loved the attention. And then he actually went to Ireland, what, two years ago, and nobody knew who the hell he was. Nobody yeah. cared. Him and his, uh, I don't, you know, his banners for volleyball, you know, he thought he was going to go over there and get jammed up. <laughs> Irish people just let him in. They're like, you're just another Joey, dude. And that's what you are. Um, speaking of, that's kind of, I guess, a little segue into uh, our 10th uh, episode. We're going to have Mr. Murphy on as a guest. He has promised us, so I'm going to put it out there so he can't back out, but he's going to be on as a. Uh, an official is that our third guest that'll be our third guest yeah. it will be number three yeah yep so this this episode is dedicated to david douglas uh, even though he'll be back he promises he'll be back next week but again he's 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 a good man i, I respect him he's he's uh celebrating an anniversary so good work hagan i hope you listen to this know that uh yeah i yeah we miss you man we miss you, you think you'll go out with a bang I, well i hope so I'm hoping he's going to bring an A game. He's had some time off. Hopefully, he's got something to talk about. Because you remember last time, he had nothing to talk about. He didn't, I said, you got anything? No, got nothing. Summer of Dave was coming up. Speaking of that, Summer of Dave was coming up. But then he had a little, didn't he? He's been on hold with his Summer of Dave golf because he... He got injured. He got injured. Playing, playing golf. This is the guy that's taking lessons, right? And yep. he also has been, he's been working extremely hard. They have their workout club called the... Is it COFC? COFC. COFC. Nobody knows what it stands for. It's some kind of hidden code, but um, it, it's something like a cult. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, and, and a couple of our, our other good buddies, who, who who claim that they want to contribute to the show, but we've yet to see it. Yeah, and, and one of them is part of the COFC. I see him standing out washing his car with his uh, white beater on um, every Saturday morning. Is that the guy that's all over Twitter? He's the Twitter master. Yeah, the guy loves Twitter politics um so Hagen's injury you 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 know better what can you describe what what happened I mean what was the injury well from what I understand the the ball was in a bad lie you know mm -hmm. uh, maybe like in between a clump of grass <laughs> you, you can you imagine this yeah and and he takes a swing and it's kind of like getting rejected by the rim when you go up to oh wait <laughs> he, he could never go up and dunk uh, no but yeah it was kind of like that where the where the club hit this clump of grass and it uh, strained his bicep. His COFC biceps couldn't withstand the impact of the turf on a golf course, which not that I've golfed a lot, but I've, I've chunked a lot of pieces out. They come out pretty easily. Par apparently so. So the COFC, wow, it's worth, I mean, I hope they're not paying a lot for that club membership. Yeah. Well, actually, Hagen's the, uh, he's the guy taking the fees and the dues. Apparently he's back, though, because we start league tomorrow. Oh, hmm. defending I, champs, defending champs start league. I hope he's healthy. I haven't seen him in a while. I mean, there's a lot like, again, people are saying that he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I've been, you know, I don't know. I'm, he's going Canadian silence on me. So country club, Dave, country club, Dave. I, yeah, I don't live on a country club with Dave. So you know, it, it, I could only tell you probably off the record, like Dave has numerous aliases, but maybe you could ask him about his aliases next week or when we record again when we're back live yeah yeah awesome well i think we've talked plenty about dave don't you well i mean yeah he's yeah he could be a topic of, of conversation for we could you're right we could just keep going on and on um no no you know hey, he, he threw a party a couple weeks ago you didn't you didn't come i i didn't, didn't get invited uh, I, I i my understanding is that you were I, well, again, that's Hagen's version. Oh, I don't recall. I don't have no text. I have no. You didn't invite me, and <laughs> and then I there's rumors going around, and you know I hear a lot of stuff that there was a coup plotted against the uh, the original creator of the Salancha podcast. That there was there was a coup. Hagen was and Hagen was the leader of that coup. He was the Kim Jong 
Is that guy's name? Kim Jong, whatever. Kim Ung Jung. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. The, nor- the North Korean guy? North Korean guy. guy, yeah. So Hagen was trying to overturn me. That's that's another. So it's getting a little drama. Well, you know how much we love drama. We talked about it on We Hate Drama. I think Hagen, I think he actually secretly likes it. No, I think I think Hagen loves the scuttle. Yeah, scuttlebutt. He's a star news guy. He read the stuff. What was, what was the, uh, what was the, uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, the National Enquirer. David Douglas National Enquirer reading. Repository Country Dave. Club. Repository <laughs> Dave. He's on those too. Yeah. But we got another, we got another friend who likes the scuttle too. Who's, oh, who's actually upset we haven't done a show recently. Oh, I know. I've, I, every, I've got a voicemail like once every four days from the guy. Um, which is nice because I think it's a compliment. He he enjoys the uh, the podcast that we have. So we do. I want to tell you I appreciate all of you that have said, "Hey, where are you guys? We want to hear you. We like hearing you." So um, yeah. So let's catch up on uh, what the hell's been going on for five weeks. Um, well, I mean, come on, it's spring. Yeah, baseball's been going for me. So that's that's my excuse. I hate using it, but um, yeah, it's been going full go. We still have another week left. Um, so maybe, maybe the, I don't know. Yeah. So that's going, um, you got three weeks left, three weeks. I'm hoping I have three weeks. Right. Yeah. That's thank you for being positive. Well, you got a group of kids that, that are really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah. They play hard. It's fun to coach them. Um, I'm trying to think, um, uh, Oh, I don't know if, yeah, I think I told you, but I'm having my left knee replaced. So I will be, I, I'm getting close to being the full bionic man. Some already call me the Bionic Man. Hagen does when he plays hockey against me. Um, but, yeah, so I'm getting that done here in uh, June. Um, I know there's more going on than that, but I'm just, I don't know. Can't think of it. Maybe it'll come to us as we start talking. How about well, you? Oh, what about what about uh, any news about the school mm. that you guys want to share? Yep, thank you. Yep. Um, we have land, official land. I think last time we talked, we had lost some other property, or not lost it, but it didn't work out. So we have land official. So I'll plug Elevate Academy Nampa. Uh, your wife and I uh, getting a chance to open a school, a career technical education school for kids that have struggled in traditional, just opportunities, different opportunities. Um, like I said, love Nampa, but we need to have something else for kids. So yeah, we're going to be off Orchard. Orchard uh, right next to Harvest Life Church uh, between Middleton and Midway. And again, we're opening officially the fall of 2022 but we're going to start uh, pretty quick here i've created a facebook page instagram elevate academy nampa yeah i sound like one of those like hagan uh what does he do uh this disclaimer does not i, I don't know what he does i can't even do it i can't replicate hagan covered yeah, himself that's his own deal the yeah. views of david hagan <laughs> yeah there you go yeah yeah will not be something by this broad he basically wants to say the views and the comments by phil diplock do not reflect on dave hagan um so whatever but yeah so school's going work's going uh, we're out there in the community meeting a lot of people, and it's been pretty cool. And can't wait to get kids in the building. Um, yeah, you? Well, you guys need to hurry up and get paid like in this six-figure realm, so I can <laughs> I can retire retire early and maybe drive the bus and fix the sprinklers and coach baseball would get be my in, get back into coaching. It'd be my ultimate. Yeah, yeah. I miss I miss coaching. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's a it's a cool thing. I'm really proud of what you guys are doing and. And it's going to be really, really good for kids. And that's the biggest thing I think we do, no matter what, at the end of the day, is what we do for our kids. Yeah. Yep. Nampa's an awesome community. We need to, like you said, not everybody, right? The traditional setting doesn't work for everybody. That's that's kind of been for us to leave where we were. And we, we love the Nampa School District. And we love the people we work with. And for me, Columbia High School. It's a shout out to uh, Mr. Wilson Hume uh, and that school and, and the people that work there. So You think he listened? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, I think he does. Um, sometimes I would wonder, you know, I'd be looking at Corey and I was like, "Is this guy just looking past me?" I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for this guy's blather. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like I would be spouting off my podcast, but without microphones, right, to him. Um, and he would, but I know him; he listened. So hopefully, he's listened to this podcast once in a while. Um, well, that's what I mean. I mean, how, I mean, how much time in the day does that guy have? Uh, not much. That guy works his butt off. He does, and then he has 15 kids. So I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how he does it. He's he's amazing, and his wife, their whole family. So yeah, good guy. So um, hopefully he doesn't hear this and come looking for me because uh, again, another guy that plays floor hockey, and uh, he's like Paul Bunyan with his stick. Yeah. So <laughs> see, it, it, that's a good that's a good point. I mean, you, I mean, you you automatically know that that guy was D1, right? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, all you have to do is just run into him. Yep. Yeah. And he's got a mean streak. That's how you know, too. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, the smile, the nice, yeah. Guy can be, he's got a mean streak in him. Just ask uh, Mr. Murphy. Yeah. Um, he lost a chunk of chest there thanks to, uh, and, you know, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm going Hagen here. Do we need to get approval from, no, we don't need, hell no. I don't care. They know where to find me. Corey, you know where to find me, man. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Mur Murphy lost a chunk of chest hair. Oh, yeah. You want to hear that story, fans? Um, that dude looks like Sasquatch anyway. I know. So he can, he can afford to lose a little bit of chest hair. But, uh, yeah, Corey was just protecting the crease, and Murph, being Murph, was in the crease, getting a little belligerent with the goaltender. And uh, Corey grabbed his shirt, but he also grabbed a massive chunk of rug known as Murphy's chest hair, and uh, <laughs> Murphy squealed. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was fun to watch. Um, I tried not to laugh because <laughs> it looked painful. <laughs> Seemed painful. So, yeah. But I think, you know, I think honestly catching up, gosh, there's more because it does seem like forever. So I miss doing, I, I do miss doing this. It's good. It's good, fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, it is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it will be um, exciting to continue. And we plan on having Hagen around. He might have him as the uh, occasional guest if he has anything real, you know, worth hearing. You know, as much crap as he gives about my 10th show. I'm only signed up for 10th show. Yeah. You know, it's like crying wolf. You can only cry wolf so long. I know. Before somebody calls you out, right? Yeah. I mean, you're doing it. I mean, and you know Hagen. He wants me to beg him. Yeah. I think he, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he does. Summer of Dave is just... I mean, he's got time. He, he's got come lots on, of time in the summer. Come on, the guy's got plenty of time. You think but he works hard? He plays harder than he works, don't you think? Well, you know, I don't know. It's kind of that. Let's just say it. The school he works at kind of has that reputation, don't you think? Oh well, yeah. Or, or I mean, should we go there? Well, I hey, you know me. I'm willing to go anywhere. Yeah, let's know. not. We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, bring him on. Yeah, bring them all on, especially that place. Don't get me started, Greg. You know how I am about that place. Yeah, we'll save it. We won't. We won't go into the names. All right. Well, it is episode number nine. Correct? Is it nine? Because it is Hagen, nine. Yeah. This is. Yeah. So we are not going to change our format unless we have recommendations or major serious requests from our crew. Uh, we're going to stick with what we've been doing. Probably the last what six shows I think, where we start with our rapid fire, um, and this will be interesting as we get your input and takes and. And just uh, see where it takes us. Uh, hey, you know what we don't have? We don't have that timer. Oh, God. Where's Hagen? He might be on the 15th hole now. Yeah. That... Hagen! <laughs> we need that high, sophisticated timer you got. Yeah. yeah. As he drives by in his little golf cart. Oh, wait a second. He's is that him? He's got his right bicep bandaged. <laughs> might have re-injured <laughs> re that thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, say that. we got to play league tomorrow. Oh, that's right. I don't want to jinx your league defending champs i enjoy it i yeah. enjoy it and yeah. hagan and i are actually pretty good partners yeah yeah i mean if you only saw that guy maybe two years ago play golf yeah well he's he's worked hard at it he's worked hard at his movement he's taken lessons i'm starting to think that he might have actually been a good athlete well yeah okay well if you're engaging his golf swing is making him athletic i i don't know he is the best left fielder to ever play in the Canadian slow, what is it, fast pitch, diving? Fast pitch. Yeah. Diving. Left field slash goaltender, whatever he played out there. But he, <laughs> nobody was better at diving because he couldn't get to anything. He Doesn't it sound like an Adam Sandler character? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like crazy eyes from yeah. Mr. Deeds. Steve Cra Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> crazy eyes. <laughs> now that's that's a classic actor. That guy's legit. He is. He was awesome in uh, Lebowski and... Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yes. Really Lebowski. Good. That's a classic movie. <laughs> Speaking of that, we yeah. just went bowling. Um, that's another thing. I was trying to think what I haven't done in a long time. We bowled last week. So we had our uh, the, the place, um, Elevate Academy, the staff, they had a staff bowling um, Christmas in April. So we went bowling. Um, that was fun. There was some Lebowski's <laughs> bowling. There was uh, a dude? There was a few dudes that were uh, bowling. I actually like bowling, even though I do it once every five years. I think the last time, actually, I think was with you guys. We we bowled, and I was bowling on one leg. That was before my. Uh, I remember, remember that. Remember that? I had to stand yep. on my one leg because of my. Uh, my yeah, other I mean, you kind of hopped down the lane. <laughs> so this time I actually got a bowl. 
Um, I sucked. I mean, I still was garbage, but um, it was fun. To, it was fun to just to bowl. My my dad my dad was a really 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 good bowler. Was he? A, did he have his own bowling ball? Oh, okay. he had like oh, yeah. four. Oh, he, he had like was... a strike. He had a strike ball. Did well. Here's the big thing. Did he have his own shoes? Own shoes. That guy he bowled like three nights a week. Wow. It's funny. I go. You know, I go. You know, he'd go to practice right, and then he'd say, hey, "You want to come? He he can bowl too." And it's funny too because. He, you know, I'd, I'd throw one and obviously it'd go in the gutter. And, I, you know, he'd say, hey, move three boards to the left and throw to the second arrow. And uh, I'd do that and throw a strike. I'm like, dude, how'd you're you, like a magician. Yeah. How'd you know that? Yeah. Well, I've seen you bowl. You have you have the little uh, cutter baseball guys that we are. You almost have the cutter. Like you have that little spin, right? Yeah, I he taught me that. Had, yeah. He was like. Hey, just 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 kind of throw it out there like you're gonna shake somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, here you are. You see guys trying to like really like th- like throw your arm over and create the spin, right? And he's, and he's, I guess that's not how you do it. Yeah, huh? Bowling, you know, and and that generation, right? But our our dads, right? I think were pool guys, bowlers. They they just they did all those kind of. I mean. My dad played a ton of pool. He didn't bowl much, I don't think, but he played a ton of pool and a ton of ping pong. It was all the, I think it were the games that you could drink and play at the same time, right? We all grew up playing baseball and football. You couldn't really, I mean, until you started playing softball, I guess. And even when I played softball, we still were so serious. We didn't even drink. We just played. But the generation of our fathers, that's kind of what they, that was their competitive freaking recreation, and they got after it, you know? Oh, yeah. My Um, dad, uh, he tells stories. My mom actually tells the stories now that my dad made a living playing pool and hustling mm. and you know being chased out of bars and you know and because he was he was a shark right and he he made a lot of money mm. my dad could count cards huh my dad like he played yeah, that's the other thing they all played cards yeah yeah he played either blackjack or hearts or rummy or whatever you're playing with him right he, and he knows what's in my hand and i've got seven cards he's like hey why don't you play that seven hearts how, how did yeah. he i'm like it wasn't even fair yeah Huh. I guess I guess he and this other guy, his, his a friend of his, was ran out of a few clubs in Tahoe for counting cards. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's the that's the world they lived huh. in back then. Yeah. I mean, now you got what four decks you play, and right. but that was all like single deck. Right. So they could do that stuff, or yeah. at least if they really worked at it. Speaking of sharks, I, I got to give a yeah, um, Chris Steele. I got another name. He thinks he's a pool shark. I, I know uh, you have. I've, I, I've heard. Oh yeah, and. You know, he was texting me the other night. He said he was, you know, competing against you. I think, or was gonna. Or was, I don't know. Uh, we didn't. We didn't play pool, but we did. We did go out to support uh, a, a friend of theirs who uh, plays guitar in a band. Okay. And we shut yeah. down the place. Yeah. In downtown Napa. Yeah. <laughs> they were pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. The shark. Yeah. He's. Yeah. So we played some pool in some little dump, and uh, I shouldn't say dump. Uh, it was fun. It was in Melba. But Chris wait, wait, Melba? Yeah. There's yeah. only one place in Melba. Yeah. Cook's Two Hole? That's it, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a burger? Two Hole, yeah, we had. I No, I had, you know what I had? I had the tiny tacos thinking that I didn't know they were going to be as, I, they weren't even longer than my finger. And I, it was like you can get 10 for five bucks. It was, yeah. I've been to Cook's Two Hole. Yeah, that wow. was my first time, Chris and I, and then we got playing some pool, and yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but Chris, I didn't know his nickname was The Shark. The Shark? In case you didn't know, yeah. And so, anyways, we have a rematch coming up. So, Chris, I'm calling you out live on the, uh, on. well, you'll hear it probably here soon in a day or two. So, Chris yeah. the Shark Thiel. Chris the Shark Thiel. Good people. Great people. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we've been kind of spouting off. Let's get into uh, David oh, Douglas's no. favorite segment and oh. your, your initial uh, virgin voyage. Um, I, I don't even know if I can answer these. Rapid. And it won't be so rapid tonight. And that might be, we, might, we might change that because the timer's gone. I honestly don't know if I can get a timer's quality that Hagen has had. I mean, you probably can, but I don't. We'll work on it. But yeah. for tonight, we'll, yeah. So, Greg, since it's your first one, would you like me to ask you or do you want to ask me? How do you, whatever you feel comfortable. Why don't Why don't you start? And I have, okay. I have a feeling I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle a little bit. Okay, and that's okay. We'll but, we'll uh, but I'm ready. Work through it. That's that's what we do. You know me, man, Mr. Yeah. Patience. I'm that's what I'm known for helping people through. I've got a lot of patience. I you know people struggle. You're, you're lucky David Luggins isn't here right now because oh, he God, called he called bullshit on I that. I know he would total. 
be all over. And, and, and I probably, I probably should too, because that's what's going to make this work. Is, is, is I'm, we're going to have to call each other's bullshit. Yeah, you got to. And I, and you and I have known each other a long time, but we usually <laughs> don't do that with each other. Like I know our relationship. We're both baseball guys. We're kind of, we're kind of. I, I think we're kind of periphery guys that we just. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got, I've got some things that I got to throw at you with you way, with the way baseball's going these days. Yeah. I, I got, I have to, and oh, I got to hear what you think. God. Yeah. We. We might be here all night. This could be the longest podcast. It could be started on some it, of the. It could some of the horse shit that annoys me. There you go. My blood pressure spiking already. All right, let's start. With right, the, let's, let's start with the let's questions. Hear it. You ready? Oh, yeah. This one. This one. I love this question. Oh God, no! I just gave myself a pat on the back when I found it this afternoon. What keeps you up at night? And what what keeps you up at night? Uh, you know. The job I have, which a lot of people think is is kind of a cake job, is is you know when that when when parents when parents are upset at your coaches and I treat I think of my coaches as kids. I'm like, okay, how am I going to navigate this and create that win-win you know solution for people and try not to take it personal. And I I think I perseverate a little bit on some of those things, and I, I think that's about the only thing that hold keeps on, me hold up. Hold on, what? <laughs> What? Are you is David Douglas? Well, per, what was the word? My, perseverate. Perseverate. It, it means I foc me. I focus way too much on one thing. Okay. Perseverate. Holy sh! We're bringing a whole new element, boys and girls. Uh, perseverate. I know Hagen's listening, going, "What the hell?" He's thumbing through. When he hears this, he's he's googling faster than those little thumbs of his can Google. Because I okay, wait. He does have you. two thumbs, right? Yeah, he just only has one pinky. Oh, it's the pinky. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's not a chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> perseverate. I'm, I'm going to put Persever that one in the... Perseverate. Uh, that one's going in the bank. Okay. Yeah. There's not much room in the bank. Did I answer yeah. the question? You did. You okay. Did. Thank you. Other than that, I sleep well. <laughs> just Good ask my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Uh, here we go. This one is still one of my favorites, and because you haven't... Hagen and I went over this, but... Name the three people, if you had a chance to sit down to dinner with anybody, alive or not or not around anymore, three people you'd like to have dinner with. Well, that's a good one. Well, first and foremost, I, I think in, if, if people know me and I don't say this person, that, that they'll probably call me out, but I'm going to say Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam? Yep. He's, right he's my guy. Everybody knows that. Okay. Um, I was watching this documentary a week ago, Jules and I, uh, Samuel Clemens. Do you know who that is? I don't. Mark Twain. Oh, okay. Mark Twain would be two. Okay. And I'm going to keep it simple because I met the guy once and I, and I, and I loved him as a ball player, but I loved him more because of his storytelling. George Brett. Oh yeah. That's a good one. That's a good George one. George Brett. I mean, the guy with, I mean, Heath yeah. and I, we'll yeah. call him Heath. Heath. I think we can. Yeah. We met him. He's our biggest fan, Heath. And, uh, yeah. I think he'd agree. Uh, that, I love know. storytellers. Yeah, and he's a class, and he was a baseball player in every sense of the word, right? I mean, yep. he was. He's a SoCal guy, SoCal guy. I got to take credit. You're a NoCal guy. I don't know if you guys know this about McCarpy, but he's not McCarpy anymore because he's Greg. But Greg is a NoCal guy, and I'm a SoCal guy. That's so right. I could come up too in this this different. Oh, he's still in our water. It's two <laughs> two different worlds. Um, Murphy's more of a NoCal guy. Thinks he's a SoCal. But he's yeah, yeah. Do you say Hella or Hecka? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, all right. You, it's, well, we won't, we won't say that you're on death row, Greg, but oh. you're getting your, your last meal, yep. your last meal. Yep. What is it, man? Let, let the Oh, this is know. easy. This is easy. My mom's fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. And, um, cornbread. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. And she, oh man, the gravy. The gravy, right. And, and yeah, I don't get fried foods anymore because my, my parents are from the South. Yeah. Well, Arkansas. Right. So we got fried stuff. Yeah. But yeah, she gets older. She's kind of on a health kick too, but fried yeah. chicken. Yep. And, and I mean, not that we want to throw Jules under the bus, but she's not making any fried chicken or any. Oh, hell no. No. You're, you're, it's another thing that's interesting about you is you're quite the cook. I love, well, People I love food. That. Yeah. But you're a good cook. Well, I appreciate that. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, I do watch the Food Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives. And, and you get, you, and I, if I remember right, you get some cooking magazines. No, I don't do it. No. Because oh, no, I remember no. one time, Tracy, my spouse, where you guys were talking cooking stuff. Pinterest. Pinterest. You're a pin, okay. Yeah. yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, that's where you get all your stuff. I yep. actually have Pinterest. I don't look for cooking. I 
We won't talk about what I look for on Pinterest. But, I love yeah. my Traeger. Yeah, that's right. You got a Traeger. Yep. Hagen's got a Traeger. We, uh, there we go, going back to Hagen. Why are we talking about Hagen stuff? Yeah, yeah. Stop. You should be stop. Yeah, yeah, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> what, what, why are you bringing him up? All right, so we're on question four. Yep. Um, question four is a two-parter. What is okay. your favorite sound, and what is your least, what, what just, just drives you crazy? What noise just drives or sound drives you crazy? You know, the first thing that comes to mind is like a, a, a crackling, uh, like fire. You know what I mean? Either yeah. either a fireplace or a fire pit. Right. I think it's soothing. Yeah. I think the fire, the warmth, I think it brings life. So I'm going to say a fire. Okay. After all that, yeah, we're, we're not getting into explanation. We don't need a fight. We don't need a sermon, as the old man, Freddie <laughs> D, would say. Sermon. We'll get, we'll get to the follow-ups. Yeah. Uh, how about how about the uh, least favorite? What can't you just, what just annoys you? Oh, this is going to sound bad, but don't say Jules's voice. No, 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 no. Her oh, voice. Okay. <laughs> there are plenty of girls or women I've known who do have uh, the annoying yeah. Chandler, right? From friends. <laughs> no. Um, I'll tell you what, as much as, as much as we're, you know, we're in education and we love kids. I, I think the biggest thing when we go to like a restaurant and I hear a whiny kid, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I think that that I hate to say that because you know I love kids and I love working with kids, but right. that's the one thing I think mm -hmm. that 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 kind of gets my hackles up is huh. a, is a whiny kid. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could say he's nails down a chalkboard, right? Or, that's standard. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. But right. that just oh man, it just yeah. gets me. Many people would say that. Okay. Fired up. All right, your fifth one. Oh, okay, we're getting close. Yeah. Um, last one. Um. Hmm. Sorry, now I'm the one because I had some I had some really good ones I liked today. Um, I guess here's here's one because again people are going to get to know you. We want them to. That's yeah. kind of what we did right originally. Yep. What what inspires you? And I know that's kind of a broad like it could be a lot of things, but like what just kind of keeps us right, what you you know what inspires you? What's your purpose? What what is it that keeps you going? Well, I think coaching. You know, and even though. Now I'd, I'd say maybe I, I coach the coach, yeah. but I, I love, I love coaching. And I knew that I wanted to be a coach when probably my junior year of playing, I knew that I wanted mm. to coach and I knew that I wanted to like give back. Right. So I, I'd, I'd say coaching really inspires me. It gives me purpose. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I, as, as much as I, I think I'm kind of, I, I kind of that guy who, I don't mind being alone yeah. per se. Yeah. But I kind of the older I get, the more I cherish my friendships too. Yeah. So yeah. that inspires me my my friends and relationships right. that I have. So coaching and and my relationships. Like it. And I mean, you're still, even though you're an athletic director, right? Where you th people yeah. think you're just overseeing, you're still coaching, right? You're coaching young coaches and giving them advice because you coach. How many years did you coach, Greg? Like how many baseball years would have you coached? Oh, I'd say you know twelve to fifteen yeah. years of coaching. You know, at different levels from right. from little league all the way up to college. Right. You know, it never it never leaves you. And then the itch obviously is back. I really want to coach again. Yeah. I miss I miss it. You yeah. know, my favorite year of coaching What's is that? when my son Wade. Well, there's two. There's two. When my son Wade was I think 11 or 12 and coaching football. Yeah. Even more so than baseball, I mm -hmm. loved coaching football. Huh. And then when my daughter was 16. The year that I coached her fast pitch team with Al Mendiola and mm. Jake Taylor right. was some of the most fun I've ever had coaching. Three baseball guys coaching softball, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, our daughters, yeah. all three of our daughters yeah. were on the team, and uh, boy, that was a fun summer, That's really cool. fun summer. Yeah, awesome, cool. Yeah, well, your turn, and then we'll we'll do some follow up. But your turn to uh, all right, okay. Yeah, Greg's a tech guy. He, I've got a piece of, <laughs> so you guys know. I've got my paper notes from you know 1980. <laughs> Greg's got his phone. With I all texted. I texted myself. <laughs> My questions and answers, which are not as deep, they're simple, okay. but I think they're pretty cool. You awesome. ready? I'm ready. ready. Okay. Ready. All right. Sunflower seeds, barbecue, dill pickle, or salted? This might surprise some people, the guys that know me from baseball, because I was for the ever, like, I'm never going to try these flavors. I like my, f I would go dill pickle out of your choices. Dill pickle would be my pick. Oh, well, okay. If it, if it's not any of those three, what, yeah. which one? My favorite is uh, chili Lime, and I don't yeah. know if I'm saying it right, but they're the purple bag. Limon. Well, they're sweet. Limon. Limon. Yeah. They're the green bag. 
Yep. Those are my favorite. Um, I make one of my assistant coaches always uh, stock us up. So we have about three or four different flavors rolling in the dugout, but chili limon. I would say limon. Limon. That's good. That's good. I didn't put that one on there, but that's quite all right. Those are really good. All right. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yep. Adam Sandler or Chris Farley? Oh my God. That one is very, that one's tough. Um, I, I've got a, I, w- I would say Sandler, the Sandman. Sandman. I know Chris Farley though. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the special where he sings the song about Chris Farley? Yeah. It's pretty yeah, good. It is. It's really good. It is. All right. Better era of music, eighties or nineties? Oh, pff, that's easy for me. Eighties. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, gr- I grew up. Yeah. Late seventies, eighties guy. That was most of my. Yeah, I love eighties music. Are you gonna say Van Hagar? I, you know, I've gotten a lot of heat over that. Uh, Hagen wouldn't call me out, and a lot, a lot of people uh, wanted I, I to. I know you would. I, I love Sammy Hagar. Um, David Lee Roth was, he's just too overboard for me. Um, I just, yeah. I, Come I, on, I, running with the devil. A great song, great song. I, I liked Hagar's voice better. Yeah. Um, the songs were probably right. Panama and Jump. Those are all. Yeah. Roth and those are, I yeah. mean, those are great tunes. Um, but Roth was just such a. In my own opinion, he was just, I don't know, he was too much. I think he tried to take over, and you had some right am- amazing dudes behind him. Um, yeah, I took some heat for that. But I like Hagar's voice, so that's the only reason well, I Well, I do. It. I mean, you yeah. know, the Red Rocker and Three yeah. Lock Box yeah. and Can't... I mean, yeah, yeah, he did some stuff on his own. He did. He's yeah. still rocking it, yeah. Yeah, he should have stayed that way. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I think he still is. Yeah. I think he's in his 70s, and he's still doing this like teque- tequila tour. Yeah, he's got, he's got and he has a show. He has, a, what's it called, Sammy Hagar's... Something yes. or other, but I watch it where he interviews people from different, you know, different genres. It's really cool to watch. Yeah. He, he does. Don't get me wrong. I like him, yeah. but I'm I'm a classic Van Halen yeah, guy. Most, most people are, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Here's one. It's very, yeah. it's all, along the same lines. And I, I got to do this because I, I was thinking of a few players that I grew up liking and blah, blah, blah. But you're going to love this. Okay. Better era of baseball uniforms, 80s or 90s. Oh, gosh. Another Come on. One. Think about this. The tidy whities The tidy whities So, again. And the socks. A, yeah. I, the 80s were, were the, um, everybody had, it was basically a V-neck. And yeah. I love the V-neck look. I think back to the 80s. And I liked, I liked the, the light blue pants. I liked the, you know what I mean, where the pants match the top. And you're seeing that going on right now. Oh, um, we, oh, we are, are we? Yeah. Yeah, where? where? Well, huh? I, I wasn't going to go there, Greg. <laughs> I mean, Columbia High School, I mean, you come to an away game and you're going to see, I mean, Black jerseys, black pants, Mississippi State. Those I Mississippi mean, State unis are tight. They are legit. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to brag or anything, but I've got a lot of compliments. And they haven't just come from the, uh, let's just say they've come from a little bit of the female persuasion who seems to like the black uniforms. Um, it's a little Johnny Cash look. I don't know what it is. It's oh, a little Johnny Cash. It, it, but I, I was lucky enough. I saw him. I went to see Mississippi State two years ago mm-hmm. in the College World Series, and I was like, I'm getting those uniforms for my boys. Um I spoil my damn players. Yes, I, you do. I, How many hats you guys have? Oh my gosh! This year, I, huh? I, I shouldn't say, but we have we have four. We we have a batting practice top, a batting practice hat, both on the road and at home. Um, yeah, and I think they appreciate it. I hope they do because right, we didn't have any of that stuff in yeah, high school. Yeah, we had to pay for one hat. Yeah, um, and yeah, so love. And I we love had the snapbacks. Yes, my high school snapbacks. had snapbacks. Yeah, we did. I think we did too. Actually, now that we, I'm thinking about it, yeah. I didn't I, get my my first clothes back until I went to college. Oh, jeez. I love the 80s uniforms. I think of, uh, like, the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, I, I, being an Angel fan, I love the the – the white v-neck and they and then also around the waistband you, the didn't, waistband. Have a, you didn't have a belt you no they had a waistband you had the you had the uh yeah you had the snap-on yep. waistband that was matching color of the of the piping on your pants yep oh 80s by far that's why i yeah. asked i think yeah. of guys like jack clark and yeah. will clark yeah you know i hated yep. jack clark um, i hated that yeah i i the only reason i i mean i hated the dodgers so jack clark freaking hated the dodgers and jack clark was a mean ass he was mean he was the steven seagal of baseball <laughs> he was the bill lambeer <laughs> yeah right right of baseball yeah, yeah. And, and he remember when he was with the cardinals he yep. was the biggest guy in the team of a bunch of dudes that could run yep and then you had jack clark in the middle of the lineup just i remember when he smoked mike Sosha, ran him over just smoked him at yep. the dish he had the ugliest guy in baseball too on that team yeah you know what i'm oh, talking about you're talking about willie, willie McGee. McGee. yeah I, I hate to be mean but <laughs> let's get real here right yeah other genuine. than otis nixon <laughs> 
<laughs> he was another bullion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're getting mean now. Right. Yeah, we we are. We See, can't. if Hagen Hagen wouldn't let us do that. No. But see, he, now I can be me without Hagen. You know, confining my. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'd so have to hear about like Justin Moreau. <laughs> can you? Can you? I taught him. I taught him. Yeah, I taught him. I taught him. Yeah. He was in my his dad. He was in my health class. Yeah, Special like, health yeah. class. Yeah. Dude, why are we talking about him again? I don't know. He just mm, seems yeah. to come to the forefront. All right. All right. Fast pitch playing. All right. Hey, we're on question five already, and I think you're going to really like this one because it hits It hits when when we were kids, and it's going to hit now. It's going to hit close to home. Mike Tyson or Conor McGregor? <laughs> oh, um, well, Conor McGregor, most people know that's my boy. Right. I Proper 12. I, proper 12. And even if I didn't have some Irish blood in me, I think I would still like the guy because he's – he runs his mouth, okay. Which I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that. If he crosses certain lines, but the one thing about Connor was he's backed it up, and he's also been humble when he's gotten his ass handed to him. It's ludicrous, and it's happened a few times. <laughs> and and then Mike Tyson again grew up right. We grew up where it was like, who is this dude? This guy is a maniac. He's crazy, and we had no idea how crazy he was till he bit off somebody's freaking ear. Evander. Yeah. So, I, but I would still, I. I got to go Connor. I freaking love Connor McGregor. Uh, yeah, don't you remember though like dudes would come out and with their with their entourage and their their hooded their hooded robes and this and that. And right. all of a sudden this dude comes out in his black trunks. Yeah. Maybe a towel. Yeah. Just ready to well, bite sh- your ear off. Yeah. He was going to kick the shit out of you. What was it? What and was his did. mantra? Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the face. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's right. That's a, that's that's. Or should I say like everybody got a plan to get punched in the face? <laughs> everybody. That's a, good, that's a good. See, that's something you're going to bring to this podcast too. You can do some. You know, you can do oh, some I, impersonations. Yeah, I may Hagen, not be able. Well, you, I don't know if you can do uh, what's Hagen's Wal- walking. Walking. So there's a time. <laughs> no, I won't even do it. That, that that's his baby, but he can that only is. do it at certain times of the night. No, it'll it. And and I've noticed when he's the more like the one podcast where we'd, we'd had a few more beverages, he yeah. struggled with it. it, it, it true. Things weren't triggering. They weren't firing for him to do it. You know. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. The endorphins. Yeah. <laughs> Brain cells, whatever you want to call that them. Five questions. That's five questions. Oh wow! All right. Well, this is where we follow up a little bit on yeah. any of if we have yeah. a question. I I. I liked your one, um, and we can follow up just talking about what keeps us up at night. Um, I thought that was awesome. Like, again, somebody who cares about right your coaches and knows that coaching is not easy, right? I mean, it's it is very easy to uh, sit in the stands and question everything that coaches do. And I and I'm not I I've been there, right? I've, I've sat and watched my own girls play, so I I've been on both sides where I'm the guy making the decisions that not everybody agrees with and. And that's your luck, that right? That's your privilege, I guess, um, if you want to call it that, where you can sit in the stands and you can, you, you know, it's easy to be. I, you know, me. I always say it's easy to be the sheep. It's a little tough to be the sheep dog sometimes. Um, but I, I appreciate your answer. Like when you thought about, because that's a tough question. Like what? Because there's many things that keep us up at night, right? The normal stuff, work is stressful, and yeah. Um, but thinking about what you said, taking care of your people, right, and making sure because. You know they're out there doing the best they can. Most of them. Um, well, you know the crazy, the crazy thing is just sticking on that subject of we we live in a world right now where there, there's there's kind of two things where a lot of our kids are playing club ball and they're told that they're great, right. and they may not be getting coaching at the club level, but they put them out there as kind of a showcase, right? And then we have to co- we have to bring them back and coach them. And then the other thing is is, is we 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 live with a, in a culture where parents are kind of vicariously living through their kids mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and they can't control anything but yet they 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 think that they control things with their emotions and and you know yelling at the umpire to see if they'll right. like intimidation to change a call when we all know that you yell at an umpire he's thinking oh yeah wait till the next call i'm yeah. gonna really gonna get oh, you yeah. right? right we know that right and then they also believe i i think that when their kid isn't playing, it's a reflection of them as a parent. And parents really just got to, man, I wish, I wish we could change that culture. Yeah. You know, I'll say, you know, when you, when you come through the gate to watch your kid play, it's got to stop right there because you're really not, you're coming to watch the team play. You got to check your ego at the door. Yeah. And that's hard. It, and, and you're right. We, we've, and this again, are our views and I don't, I don't think they're far off and it, it's, I mean, you think back to when we were growing up, our parents didn't go to practice. They no. didn't sit and watch practice. They, 
they put some trust in the coach and I, I know that's sometimes difficult but they dropped you off right or you just rode your bike or you just went to practice and you were in the hands of those people and um, and then you came to a game the parent would come to a game to watch the game and I'm not saying people didn't get have a little bit of um, you know get fired up at umpires that kind of stuff but I, I'll, I'll tell you that as a, as a coach now, I've been doing this a long time, right? We've done this a long time. It's, it's something that's changed. And I, and I just worry that we've, we're distancing ourselves or we're, we're creating more of the, um, I always call it the I guy mentality where, where mm-hmm. everybody's worried we're losing the team concept, which is, is huge, not only in sports, but right. We're all, we're, we're going to only go so far, right? If we're lucky enough for that small percentage to make it to a professional level, you're going to get in a job where, where communication and collaboration, whatever the big words that those words are, but we're missing out where we're creating. I think sometimes, and I, that's a hard, that's a hard fight some days where you just got to remember that we are a team and, and you mentioned club ball and I'm I'm not against it. Right. And it's kind of like we've talked about when you have parents volunteering to coach at the little league level, you know, God, man, love them. I've always said that. Thank God we have those people because there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that don't want to do that. They don't want to step up or, or they can't right, just for whatever reasons. But, um, you've got to have those people. So, but in the, at the end of the day, when they come back, you, you still want to promote team. It's, it, it is about team, right? It's about playing for one, for one goal together. Um, but we are, we're, we're, I mean, there's no denying it. Nobody could try and sit here and tell me, I would argue with you all night long or debate about it. And that's fine that we're, uh, We've, we are, we're an I person generation. And, hey, but maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe, maybe we're onto something here. We have, Maybe we have less little league dads and moms now that are going through. Oh man, I got to help these kids. But you know, the the lessons of a loss yeah. and the lessons of a win. Yeah. And now we just go from rec ball. Yeah. Where maybe we're not keeping score and everybody's yeah. happy and everybody gets a trophy straight to club. Right. And that club guy. Maybe maybe there's a gap. Yeah. Where those lessons just aren't there. Right. Where you know. Well, it's like anything, right? If you're not. And that's a good point, because if you're going from, like you said, playing where you're not you're not being competitive or that's not pushed or this is real life down the road, you're going to be competitive. And and all of a sudden you've been just doing this and then, boom, you're thrown into heavy competition where kids don't know how to deal with adversity. Um, And and they and they're and they're told, right, it is okay to fail because that's what you're going to do. That's how you learn. Right. You you are going to struggle. I'll see that. I'll be honest with you. I see that right now with with some of my young guys who. And we all go through it. You know, you've done all these things and you've had a lot of success. Well, the reality is that you're going to have failures. You do anything long enough, you're going to struggle. And it's okay. And I just think we need to get, we need to make sure that kids know that. Like, it's okay to, it's okay to screw up or it's okay to fail when you're, when you're trying, you're doing everything you can, right? Physically and mentally. And if you fail, all right, you just jump back on the horse. And we don't, we don't look to, because I think what happens right now, this is, again, another man, this is my opinion, is that, Right now, what we're seeing is a lot of kids, when they fail, they're looking for an excuse, and and they're looking for somebody else to be accountable for when things are hard for them instead of just owning it, right? Owning it's okay. Yep. I, I try to tell that, right? We've we've all done that. I my coaches did that, like it's part of it. Accept it and move on, and then learn from it, right? Um, yeah, that's a that's always a, that that could always be a fun conversation. It's no, again, it's not. We're not trying to be disrespectful to anybody in terms of no, 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 you know, not parenting, but man, I, I think you, know. you and I would would actually, I think we'd like a, a culture change or a culture shift to where, that that failure and adversity is is a is a bigger part of what we do. Right. You know, I mean, we put these kids on a pedestal and we try and put them in a place where they're that's all they're going to do is be successful, so yeah. that they're, they're seen or, you know, and I don't know. Yeah, no. it's hard because guess what? Like you said, a small percentage are only going to get to go farther. But yeah. if you don't learn how to how to fail or how to take constructive criticism from a boss, right? You know, and then all of a sudden now it's it's always his fault. It's always right. the you know my boss is an, is an ass, right? As opposed to no, he's maybe trying to you know help you learn from your mistakes and get better. Yep, exactly. That's that's what it comes down to: learning, getting better, so that hopefully that right that generation and that gen they just pass it on so that we continue to to know that it is okay to struggle man that's that's life that's why we've i mean we've seen it right i mean the reality i've, I've just talked this the other day with someone about i've i've seen so many more counseling centers like offices i've been looking for office space right for yeah, yep for our new gig and 
it seems like when we go into the, uh, there's so many more counseling, and that's a good thing. Don't get me wrong, right? We grew up in the generation where, especially, right, our generation, we, our dads were like that. We held everything in. Mm-hmm. We didn't express, and, and, and that's not good either. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not against any of that stuff, but it's okay. Kids need to struggle. Um, I'll take a whiskey. Uh, I will. Yeah. Did you bring some orange a, juice? We got, we got more alcohol <laughs> rolling into the studio. We're, we're getting some refreshments. This is great. Yeah. Wow. She doesn't have an high, high pitch voice. No, it's a loud. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. Don't get me started. The other day, she was explaining to a uh, gentleman that we were uh, visiting the office. This is what the statement was. Hey, um, Phil and I talk really loud. And I <laughs> looked at the guy like, uh, uh, no, I even told him, uh, I can speak for myself. I don't talk loud. Somebody else does. Yeah. Thank you. So if you can't do the tech stuff, at least you can bring us alcohol. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Sorry, we got we're. Uh, uh, it, we're you got a Joey. You got a Joey because oh, we're God, at like we're, right. I think we're like an hour. Are we really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. We are. Um, we're, we're, hold on. I just want to make sure we oh, follow okay, up with okay, anything. Okay, I keep following yes. up. Yes. Well, here's we the one I want. We got stuck. You can follow up with one with me, and I'll All follow right, up one right, with you. Right, here's the right. one I want to follow up with. You're three people, right? That you yep. want to have dinner. Awesome. Eddie Vedder, yep. um, explain obviously who he is and, and why. Why, right? That's the big thing. Is why would you like to sit down with with this guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> it, it's going to sound cheesy, but the man and the band, their their music and their lyrics changed changed my life forever. They just connected with me. Mm. And what I really, really, really like about about Eddie and the band is they will never interpret their lyrics because they want you to have your own interpretation. You know, and just so many things just hit home. And whether, I mean, they, some of the songs, yeah, and never really directly reflect my life, but the music and, and the passion behind it and just, so I, I don't know. I, I think the guy maybe has a high school education, but I think he's a genius. Right. And it, that's intriguing. That's just purely intriguing to me and his path and his life. And, you know, and heck, he's a huge baseball fan. He loves the Cubs and, you know, and um, well, yeah, let's stick to music, Greg, because I'm okay, taking right. some hacks. Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. I think and we're going to go back to this guy. David Douglas might swing the bat a little better than Eddie Vedder. Yeah, I, I mean, you're probably you, right. You know, what was interesting, though. I saw him and he was with and I've brought up in this podcast. My hockey idol is Chris Chelios. Mm-hmm. And those two are together. They're buddies. They were mm-hmm. taking hacks together. They know each other. Um, but getting back to like, like you said, it is awesome when when people and that's what people are going to hear from us we're always honest but what an influence somebody in music can make on you right i mean i think we all love music you and i i mean i'm with you right i I, there's certain band that same thing man just it's crazy to think about when you mention like in terms of education i'm not one of those guys that thinks the more schooling you go to makes you any brighter than anybody else right but um those guys just they are they're musical something whatever their life experience is and heck, they were writing that stuff at young ages, right? He yep. was writing that at a young age. Like, where does this come from? That's for yep. me. That's like, man, these guys are old souls, man. To know this stuff and to be that deep, um, and to write about life things that, yeah, no, it's that's good. Okay, yeah. so Mr. Vetter was one. Who else did you have? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. I've heard a lot of things about Mark Twain. Well, <laughs> watching that that documentary, I think it's on Netflix. He was he was kind of a wanderer and he was he was actually kind of a loser, but he was he was brilliant with the English language, and, and you know how he got his name? No, because his original his name was uh, Samuel Samuel right. L. Clemens Samuel Clemens. Um, he became um, a Mississippi River pilot, well, like you know those big paddle wheel yeah, boats, right? And the the men on the front of the boat because the river had you know basically eddies and rocks and all these shore breaks. They had to navigate the river because it'd be, it would go from like 40 feet deep to like two feet deep. Huh. So I guess they put these these knots on the ropes, and each each section was a twain. And I didn't know what a twain was, but they'd yell out, quarter twain, half twain. And when they got to Mark Twain, Mark Twain means safe water. Huh. And Mark Twain is at two fathoms. And I think a fathom is six feet. Okay. So it's like 12 feet. And that was 12 feet meant safe water. Hmm. 
And so Jules and I were watching this the other, the other night and just kind of learning about his travels and, hmm. you know, what he did. And uh, and a lot of it comes from where I grew up in the foothills of, of California. Oh, okay. You know, there's town uh, Twain Hart oh. and, you know, the 49er gold rush. And, you know, he, he spent a lot of time in, in San Francisco. Hmm. And it would be great to sit down and have a whiskey and, like, yeah. just let him tell stories. Right. Yeah. Let him talk, see where he's coming from. Yeah. And, and your third person? George Brett. George Brett, that's right. Yeah, George, George Brett probably probably I wouldn't say was my was ever my favorite ball player. I mean, yeah. everybody you can recollect, you know, when he hit the home run and Billy Martin called him out for too much pine tar in his oh, bat, which God. is just a crock. Classic, yeah, it's classic, right? Oh, but yeah. it's a crock, and you know, George comes running out of the dugout. But a um, number of years ago, our good friend, we'll call him Heath, and I were at a at a uh, ads convention, and he was there. He was there selling his what is Brett Bros. Is that what's their company? Yeah, Brett Bros. He used yeah, to make Brett fungos. Bros. That's yeah. the, that's the only one they used to use for a long yeah. time. Yeah. So so he was there. He mm-hmm. was there at this convention selling awesome. his stuff. And and you know, he was talking to guys and this and that. And he was like, somebody pulled him away to do an interview or something like that. And he said, Hey fellas, he said, I enjoy telling stories. If you guys want to hear more stories, I'm gonna be at the bar at six o'clock. I'm gonna buy the first two rounds. Nice. If you're there, you're there. Mm-hmm. And Heath and I showed up and we listened to him tell stories for two yeah. hours. And I was just just amazed. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was oh. he was he was such a genuine dude that yeah. you could just listen to him tell these stories, right? In on in, it was right. just so. Yeah, I'd love to sit with guys like that. Love Brett. One of my like favorite memories of of George Brett. I mean, there's so many, right? And he went through he went through so many things where he was so real. Like, remember when he got hemorrhoids in the uh, was it the eighty World Series? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like I and we were young. Young, I think I was what sixteen. Yeah, I was fifteen, mm-hmm. sixteen. I'm like. First of all, I was like, what the hell is a hemorrhoid? Um, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what a hemorrhoid yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. And this guy's going through it. And I'm like, big deal, man. It's a hemorrhoid. Oh, I God. didn't know what it was, but he was playing. But I remember watching, I don't know if it was 77 or 78, um, and you can still see it on YouTube. He slides into third against the Yankees, and um, him and Craig Nettles get tied up at third, and they both just get up, and they just start swinging. And they're just yeah, full on brawl. Yeah. But the coolest thing was they start punching each other, they get it finally cleared up. Nobody gets kicked out. Brett is still running on third, and Nettles is still playing third base, and they just kept going. Yeah, I mean that's how it was, right? You you had enough respect. You fought each other, and it was over, right? There was no fines. There was no other. We're gonna keep yapping again. Yeah. We, we this could take us off on a tangent with stuff like we're seeing today. Last week, I saw I don't know how many times I saw dudes just chirping at people for no reason. But I just bought. Uh, I just got it last week. I got a baby blue. George Brett T-shirt from the Hall of Fame. They're selling a bunch of Hall of Fame tees. And you know, yeah. we got we got a friend of ours who gets who gets jerseys. Yeah. You know, I, well, I haven't been a part of that deal. Have I was going to say no. It's been a while since our friend, our friend, I mean, that's that's pushing it, has let us know that hey, I'm making a jersey order. Right. We get our we go in together. I mean, yep. that's what friends do. You know. We, yeah. But yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I guess we're not part of the friends and family deal that happens. No, I guess not. And yeah. Yeah. And it's really. There's, nobody is from what I'm hearing, and maybe I'm maybe we're wrong. Yeah, yeah, George Brett, that's a good one. God, that's a good one. I, yeah, like I said, being a, just loved the way he played the game. But like you said, every time you heard him talk, he was just him, man. He was just the, yeah, SoCal, SoCal boy surfer. Just played the game. Was freaking talented. Family with talent. They had a bunch of them too. Got to play against his youngest brothers. Youngest brother, you really? Kimmer, Kimmer. Yeah, he went to Cal State Fullerton, so we used to play them in the fall. They would come down and play with those you know scrubs at the jc but kimmer brett and he wasn't he was no george no but his older brother was a stud um pitcher um ken ken brett yeah yeah one of these one of these podcasts i think i i think you and i need to kind of maybe share some 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 glory of our playing days and talk about some of the guys that we played with or against that made it yeah because i got a few and i know you got a few yeah Yeah, And, and you know maybe maybe why these guys made it and maybe you know why we didn't? Why some other guys didn't? Yeah. <laughs> why, why we're sitting I here know talking why, about? I know why I didn't. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, could. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever tell the story, but we might. N- I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I ever want to. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of personal. I don't. We don't want to get too personal. So <laughs> we don't, don't want to go there if it's going to make people uncomfortable, because we never do that. Yeah. All right. You got one question to follow up that you asked me. If you have any follow ups, if well, not. I think I think mine are, are pretty simplistic, but yeah. I think I. I I think I got to go back to, you know, this so serious one of mm-hmm. why Adam Sandler over Chris Farley. Yeah, that's a good one. Cuz I man, and it's and it was hard. that was a tough one to pick. Um I think with Sandler for me, 
maybe his, I mean, obvious longevity because Farley passed, right, way too young. Um, I, I, I thought Farley was hilarious. I just, I thought I, for Sandler, he's, again, he continues to do it. Like you see him, what was the last thing we were all laughing about? The keys, what is it, the keys, wallet? Phone. phone, wallet, keys, phone, yeah, phone, wallet, just, keys, just stuff like that that he was doing. I mean, he's fifty. He's got to be. I think he's my age. I think he's yeah. in his fifties. Um, but you go back to when he first started on on Saturday Night Live, and I just I remember, you know, his songs. You know, and Rod Carew was a was a Jew. Rod and, yeah, Rod Carew. He was a you know um, converted. Whatever yeah. he said, he's convert, converted. Converted Jew, and yeah. and I, and, I, and maybe some of that again. The psychological part was he related it to baseball, right? Being a baseball, I love Rod Carew. It's another guy. Yeah, I like, me too. Yep. Right, and so I think Sandler was just I. And I remember him and was were, was him and Farley in the scene in the pool where they were the. Uh, remember when they were in the pool with the other males? It was I. They weren't the uh, duo, but they did a skit. Those two were together. Yeah, Farley was like I said classic. Um, yeah, I, I just I like Sandler. One thing I think I like about Sandler, now that we're thinking more, is his loyalty to his dudes. Yeah, there right? you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, Dan Patrick. I, oh my God, yep. Dan Patrick. I don't even know the one guy's name, but he's in every freaking movie. He's got the mustache. Um, he was in he was in uh, Wedding Crashers. He was in um, oh, what was the other one? What was the other one? I li- was he in Grandma? Was was uh, Grandma's boy? Is that Sandler? Are you, are you talking about? Did he play linebacker in the football movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been in everything. He wore the Michael Jackson glove in in, uh, in one of the movies. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm. Well, I don't know. He always, but he's a Sandler guy. Yeah, he. I mean, he always but has Bushimi. Always has Bushimi. He yeah. always seemed to have. Um, oh God, uh, who else was in his movies that always popped up? Um, uh, but yeah. he always was loyal to that whole crew from yeah. Saturday Night Live. All the, all of his friends um, from you know that started in the late '80s or whatever, and then worked their way. Yeah, he's he's just a funny dude. Yeah, I um, can't think of the guy's name, but he he played what, where he played the uh, the uh, the gigolo. Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider. Yeah. Rob Schneider's Schneider always in his yeah, movies. Rob That's yeah. who I was trying to think of. I was like, okay, Rob Schneider was in, uh, uh, what was the baseball movie with um, Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, yeah, my kids like that movie. Oh, my God. So do my girls. They uh, love bench it. Bench warmers. Bench warmers. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about this. Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about this recently. But Rob Schneider, and he, it's funny you said that. So his daughter, you know who his daughter is? Um, the gal that sings. Uh, is it the one that was in the uh, L? What, she was just on the uh, singing the other day. Kind of a bigger gal. Uh, Got a great voice. Um, she had a, a big time hit. All my exes. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. What's her name? Um, I'm drawing a blank. She was just on. She was on the Grammys. Was the Grammys just recently? Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago. She opened the show. She was singing with one of the uh, the country gals, maybe Marin Morris or somebody. But mm-hmm. um, L something. Anyways, that's Rob Schneider's daughter. You're really? like, wow. She got a beautiful voice. Awesome voice. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. His, his loyalty yeah. is amazing. Never, never stopped. And the other thing is, Adam Sandler loves the '80s. Loved growing up. I, I'm trying to think. He's probably got to be. Is he maybe early '50s? He might be. But he, his, all of his movies. The soundtracks. The, the soundtracks are, are the best. Wedding <laughs> yeah. Singer. And, yeah. I mean, you name them all. They've all got just great, great music. Well, and think about it. He would always bring. Well, was it Wedding Singer said he brought Billy Idol, right? Billy yep. Idol was in it. Yeah. So we always had '80s. So I guess I have a. I guess I just being an '80s guy and growing up in that era. And well, here back to your back to your uh, Sammy Hagar yeah. love affair. Yeah, <laughs> when his girlfriend shows, you know, his fian- his ex fiance shows up and says, "Give me my Van Halen shirt back. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna jinx the band and they're gonna break up." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm. that's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, should we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, we're over an hour. Gosh, we're an hour. Hopefully, hopefully, listeners, fans, friends. And others, um, you've made it. You made it through with us because this has been fun. Yeah, fun, Greg. Fun first time. Um, we probably talked about Hagen too much, but I was going to give a shout out to David Douglas. Yeah, we and did. their anniversary. David Douglas, happy anniversary, guys. Um, Hagen, hopefully your anniversary was worth missing the podcast. Um, I know Colleen's a better date than me, but yeah. So uh, let's um, give shout outs to it. Heath, yeah. this is for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Heath Thomason, man, you are. Amanda Field, another big fan. Yep. she's a big. I know she's a big fan of the podcast. We'll give the shark a little bit of credit too. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Hey, uh, there's so many shout outs because we we have actually, which is just hilarious to us when we look at our analytics and how many people have listened. Um, the last one with Dad on, we got to give Dad a shout yep, out. Not yep. that he'll ever listen to anything unless he's on here yapping. Yep. But be careful if you're in uh, Long Beach. Yeah, you're walking through Long Beach. Don't yep. you see a little five foot nothing Irishman with a fedora? Um, yep. Who's got a quick right foot? Quick. Grab your testicles, uh, or you, what, if you don't you have wear any testicles, what, you got to yeah. wear a cup in the LBC. <laughs> wear a cup. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. So we're going to continue to do this. Um, I I feel like I'm just you know beating a beating a dead horse here. But if you have any recommendations, or you want to hear something, or you have a topic, like why don't you guys talk about this? Uh, please let me know. You're not going to offend us. You're not going to. I mean, we could use the help. Obviously, as you listen to this, you're probably like, God, why don't those guys talk about that? Um, do it. Instagram, we're still there. I got to get on and post something. Facebook, um, and if you really want to venture on here as a guest because you think you have something interesting to say, uh, or you don't, or you just want to come on, like I just want to hang out with those guys because they sound like they're pretty cool dudes, and I think we are. I mean, I know that I'm a little cocky, but um, yeah, we're set up for two more night, two more mics up yeah. here in Studio Nine. Uh, yeah, this is a big time studio. Joe Rogan ain't got shit on us, to be honest, other than money, but. Um, and he's in Austin, Texas. But yeah, that guy keeps messing up. He's going to be out of a gig soon, from what yeah, I hear. We'll be top ranked. Yep, that's uh, right. We'll be one of the top. Oh, you know who else gets another shout out? We got to give Chance Whitmore. He Chance. is such a supporter, and he's been on me like you can't let it go. You were just gaining traction. You know, you know, we're not, we're not. I'm not going to give him shouts because, I mean, if he wants to come over and share some of his whiskey with us, oh, that's a good point. Then, then yes. Yeah. But, you know, until he, then. I know. He's letting his wife drink his whiskey. No offense, Amy. I love you. But um, come on, Chance. Get the whiskey going over here. Studio 9. Uh, it's a nice setup. Yeah. We'll show you. Not that your studio is not nice, Chance. but uh, and, and Chance has been giving out some sweet shirts. He's got new designs. Ooh, speaking of that, mm. I think we got to do a shirt. Shirt. Well, let's, you know what? Let's throw it out right now. If we can get somebody to... and. If you make a recommendation on a topic and we select that topic, um, we'll get you a Solange T-shirt. I can have those done like that. Yeah. Yeah, I got a guy. You know a we guy. We got a guy. We got, we a, got a guy guys. that yeah. makes shirts. Oh, yeah. We know yeah. a guy who knows a guy that'll get it done. Yeah. And you know what? We've talked about you know, Mother Earth beer. Yeah. Wouldn't you think it'd be cool if they made a beer after our podcast? Solange? That's a good... There's a got little a, Irish stout? I, hey, that's a good call. What do you think? Yeah. That's a... That's... If somebody had, I mean, if we had the money, we would do it. Yes. Um, right now, Jameson, I, Jameson's, I mean, it's a pretty decent-sized company. Yeah. Um, I've been supporting you on here. We're getting you more more play. Um, Greg's drinking Blue Moon, so if you're yep. listening. Love Blue Moon. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, I guess, when we wrap up here, share with people. Just say, listen to these two guys, man. They're good guys. They're good-hearted. Hagen is, is a good-hearted dude. Little soft Canadian, but he's he's a good guy. So you know, we give our guys crap, but guess what? We love I mean, them. We love them. We do. And and yeah. and yeah, they'll yeah. give us crap for saying that. Yeah. But but you know, Murph. I don't know if I love Murphy, but yeah. I, yeah, that's the rumor. Is you don't like those guys. I know. So a lot of people. That's say. why you didn't go to Hagen's party. Uh oh, we're we're coming full circle here. <laughs> well, that's how we'll wrap it up. Wait, I I got nothing to say. All right, everybody. Um, we're gonna tap it off with our initial. Slancha. Thank you, Greg. Good work. All right, everybody have a great rest of the week, and we will, we will promise we'll be back very soon. Remember our good friend Ted Lasso. Be curious, not judgmental. <laughs> Out. Out. Out.